Hello guys. Good evening. We're back. Episode five. I'll stay for one. Here we are. How you doing, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well. Very well. Always looking forward to this. It feels weird recording in the dark. I know, it's a a late night experience that we're going for. Not that we're in the dark. Obviously it's dark outside. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, I've still got electric. It's fine. Um, Hasn't been cut off. Yeah, no, we've still got power, but um, it's a dark one outside, so we've got some Mm. vibe lighting in here. Yeah, it's very romantic. It is, it is. It's very nice. So, uh, episode five. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. Yeah. I think this one we've, I've had to do a lot more reading on. Yeah. Because yeah. like I said to you before, there's a lot more little subplots from this. Yeah. Yeah, we've banged down quite brief points now. I think we're kind of getting used to this doc idea. And we've kept the points quite brief because we know that there's a lot of tangents to everything. Yeah, and we've realised <laughs> that the last four episodes we've had this doc, we've gone off, not on tangents, because we've spoken about the subject at, at hand, but... Yeah, this one seems a little bit more... I'm ready for it. Are you ready yeah, for it? Yeah, no, I'm ready. I uh, I did want to bring up something before we get into the pod, and that was to give you a little shout, mate. Because, um, yeah, my boy Wedge over here is doing 100k. What, what's the date you're doing it? So it's the 18th of December, 21. 18th of December. Which so is yeah, a Saturday. Obviously, we're massive running fans because we always go on about it. Yeah, if but you didn't know. he's taking that to a, another level in December, and... Yeah, so you've done 150k so far. <laughs> yeah, so I've done 150k, but we've, we've done numerous yeah, yeah, yeah. runs under that. We've done the casuals. Um, the casual 30s. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've decided to do 100k in a day, giving myself 15 hour time limit, including pit stops. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be raising money for West Norfolk Mind. Yeah, great local charity, mental health orientated. We'll put the link up, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I'll whack it in the the description on Spotify so you guys can check it my aim is to raise a grand um, it's two months away I'm terrified <laughs> I wrote out my training plan last night for the next couple of weeks yeah did shit myself a little bit <laughs> um, but I'm ready nah well yeah I'm I just ready. wanted to bring that out because I'm super proud of you mate thank you and, mate um, it's yeah. all down to you mate like I said if you know if you didn't say that that afternoon let's let's start running yeah you know, so I, I owe a lot of it to you. So thank you. Love it. I'll uh, I'll be with you every step of the way, mate, and we'll get it. We'll get it done. Like, Big I, I told you downstairs, you're joining me for part of it. So <laughs> yeah, I said, I said I'm gonna I'm gonna join the first ten. I'll join the last ten. I'll let you do the the middle eighty. I'll be kicking off at about four a.m. I think. Yeah. Because obviously it's getting darker. Four a.m. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so hopefully, obviously, the cut off time would be. Oh god, you caught me there. Yeah, you could. it's gonna be like seven p.m., isn't it? Yeah. Oh, in an ideal world, obviously, I'd like to get it done before then. Yeah. I've got a time limit in my head. Nine p.m. Sorry, being a that dick. I think is achievable. Yeah. Using my fifty pace. But we'll see. The main thing is, if I get it done, I get it done. You know, I, I want to raise as much money as I can for a really good cause. Yeah, no, and I I love that you put on your thing just how much it actually helps you with your mental health, and I thought the tie between that and the charity you're doing this for was chef's kiss, mate. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, we all have bad days, we all have good days. Yeah. I think we've all, especially over the last couple of years during, you know, the old C19, I think a lot of us have have struggled in different ways, you know, not just certain ways, but 
it's I think it's helped both of us, you know, yeah. hitting the concrete therapy. Even for us, it's that you know, for me especially, it's the cheapest therapy available. So yeah, and I mean, for me, mate, I um, you know, if I'm feeling a bit down, if things are getting on me a bit, my first port of call is I'm gonna go for a run. Exactly. That's how that's how my brain works now. I've you been conditioned. S- you sweat <laughs> it out. You have those conversations with yourself, and you know, a lot of my ideas, a lot of my, you know, recollection of the day. Yeah, my decisions are all made when I'm on a run. Yeah, man. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. And like I said, we'll put the link up. Um, and I'm going to be asking a few of you that are listening to to be joining me on certain legs because I'm <laughs> going to need some fucking support. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need some snacks. Going to need someone to bring me some toilet roll. Um, <laughs> but now, guys, please donate what you can. It is greatly appreciated and to a great cause, as you said. Um, awesome, mate. So uh, yeah. Should we um should we let them know what episode five is about? Shall we? I'll let you do it. I'll give you the honours, mate. So, continuing with the old uh, alphabet, we are on E. Yeah, E. And we have chosen entitlement. Yeah, as you said, a big um, a big one, and one that affects a lot of areas in life. Mm. Um, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram. It's our Stay for One podcast. Um, we've had a a, a decent a um, few conversations come up from that at the minute so yeah love the guys that are interacting on there and if you fancy getting involved drop us a follow um, we always appreciate it so anyway guys this is uh, episode 5 on entitlement um, you going to stay for one? So let's kick off episode five, entitlement. As always, we like to kick off with a definition. So thanks to our friends at Google. The definition, a sense of deservingness or being owed a favor when little or nothing has been done to deserve special treatment. Yeah, so this is more angled towards the um, entitlement attitude that we've seen about, um, which has always been my kind of understanding of entitlement in a sort of negative way. I don't. I don't think, as a personality trait, it's ever very good, because I think. I mean, we'll touch on it in a bit. Because I've made points about it, but I think it prevents sort of productivity. Um, it slows down your progress as a person and your own sort of inner self. Because what's the point if you think you deserve it anyway? Um, but yeah, yeah. Obviously, there's another de- definition of the other meaning of entitled, where it's like, yeah, you you are getting this thing which is fine but that that's not kind of the entitlement attitude that I think we want to talk about today yeah like you you, you deserve this because you're entitled to it exactly you yeah. owed it as such which yeah. is we're not we're, that's not what we're going to touch on today right where do you want to start we better as well start of some of the I've written down some of the ideas of basically where it comes from so I don't know if you want to have a touch on that yeah let's let's start at the at the very beginning where we think it comes from where do you think the sense of entitlement comes from so I've put down here um, a common belief is when children grow up being given everything they want material so that's yeah materialistic and opportunity they become so used to this that it is carried into adult life and becomes your entitlement because there's two different things there you've got the materialistic side mm-hmm. which is I'd imagine being given everything that you want yep you know and then the opportunity which is you know you have doors open for you yeah because of that yeah, is, and that, I, is that right? Is yeah, that what that's exactly it. And I, I think to touch mainly on the the materialistic one is interesting because 
that can lead to a weird sort of perception. What well, I believe anyway, it, le- it leads to a perception of like, what do you value when you get to, you know, when you when you become an adult, if you have been given everything your whole life, like what think of it this way sometimes if you if you talk amongst other adults or what you'll see online and stuff is people want that nice car you know they want the the flash house they want to be going on all the holidays you know all these all these materialistic things is that where they value their own sort of happiness if you know what i mean and then if you're if you're given all of that your whole life anyway so you don't have to work towards them values i think it it can cause some real confusion as a person yeah, I mean, I think you're linking the materialistic attitude to happiness. Yeah, because I think, I think a lot of people do. I, I think because it, it, yeah, if we want to start questioning, like, what do you what do you value? Like, what is your your meaning and your value? Is it materialistic things or not? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I think it's it's a road that we can go down later on. Yeah, I think that the main thing is is where does this entitlement begin as a kid? Yeah, you know, obviously it's it's being given the world an extra. Yeah, you know, you don't have to ask. It's there. There's money. There's this. There's presents. There's this. There's this. There's this. Yeah, I think that is what sets can potentially be. I would say the biggest part of someone being entitled. Yeah, because it's a case of well, I've had this ever since I was a kid. Yeah, I, I deserve this. Yeah, I haven't worked for this. But I deserve it because I've always had it. Yeah, no, you're just um, reminding me of. Um, I was listening to. I, I think I mentioned it quite a bit on here the the Stephen Bartlett podcast. Yeah. Um, and they had the uh, guy who created Klarna. He's he's yeah. So he's some Swedish guy. I can't remember his name, but he's um Bjorn. Yeah, he, he's a complete like multi multi billionaire or whatever. And he he openly says he's like, yeah, I'm I'm not giving a penny to my kids. Like he's he's not giving them any of it. He's like he wants them to have a bit of struggle in life. He wants them to have the fight, you know. He was like, "Yes, you know, I will support them." And like he was saying, like his wife says to him, um, "Oh, we can at least sort them out like their first flat or whatever." And he's like, "Oh, I don't know. We'll think about it." But um, his main point was like, "I'm not going to just give them this massive amount of money for nothing." Because he said he wasn't like that. You know, I was going to say that's yeah. where it stems from, isn't it? Exactly. The, the he was, yeah, he was like, you know, my dad wasn't like that. Why why would I then make them not have any fight and just feel like they've just got everything at their fingertips, you know what I mean? And how dangerous that is for a child. So would you say that entitlement could be hereditary? Yeah, I think um and I guess your your own opinion on w- what you do with your materialistic things, wealth, power, what you have could be hereditary because it could be like you know what did my parents give me is it what i should now pass on or should i not and yeah j- just to chat about that guy i just found it really interesting that he has got like so, so much money and like he, he was he was he was openly admitting like yeah i've sent you know my kids to some of the best schools but he was like even when um even when we go to these schools and everything is like perfect and like the education is flawless and like every little system is absolutely amazing. He was like, I almost don't want that. Like he was like, I almost want to take my child out and put them in a public school where they can go through the hardship of having to actually learn who they are and actually realizing that they can, you know, fend for themselves. And I, I, yeah, I just found that like really cool. And, um, 
I completely understand it as well because the flip of that is then what you, when you like watch like fucking let's talk about like reality TV and then you see like you know Towie made in Chelsea and you see all these people that I've never watched it mate so I can't <laughs> yeah me neither <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah you um, you see these people that have been given everything material wise and like you know, do you see much drive and passion? I, I can't, I'm not going to judge him, but I don't see much drive and passion coming from them personally when I watch it, um, but, which, I mean, I, which I definitely don't do. But Fucking liar. I think you may have to be careful there because obviously, uh, I mean, most of that's scripted. Am I right in thinking that that's scripted? A lot yeah. of it is scripted yeah. and the situations yeah. are put in them. But just quickly, on the flip side of that, do you think entitlement works on the completely flip side where someone that maybe comes from a less privileged background starts to expect stuff because they've had that struggle so it's like you know i i wasn't ever given this i had to do this i had yeah. to do this so i deserve this yeah i think that was i i was reading another article that had kind of i think there was like there was two or three sort of origins of where entitlement comes from and i think what you're saying there was one of them and that was the let me just have a look through um, I think there so also being treated wrongly in a previous stage of life leading you to wanting to make up for how you were treated yeah um, yeah that, 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 I thought that was quite an interesting one because I, I guess that that only comes about if you find yourself in a position that you can then provide that if you know what I mean yeah because I think the whole whatever it whenever someone says you know or mentions entitlement or you know especially looking into it my first thought was of the upper class yeah when i think it does spread across all classes i just think yeah. it's looked at very very differently yeah in terms of i mean the guys on towie obviously they're well off yeah yeah all of them yeah you know obviously you'd expect that but where you know someone from you know maybe like I said, a different background in terms of maybe growing up on a council estate, not having this as kids, yeah. not having a stable upbringing, you know, maybe they later on in life are like, well, I deserve this because I've never had it. Yeah. And I mean, if we try and put that in a use case of, let's say someone that isn't like middle class or wealthy or well off or whatever. So let's say, imagine you had like a, imagine you had like a factory worker. Yeah. And they'd a new job opens up at where they're working and this factory worker has been at this factory for like 15 years yeah so he he knows it like back of his hand he knows every process what happens how it works blah 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 and say there's a new position that opens up for like a manager right and he goes for it do you think he's gonna then I, I well i think that people could then quickly feel like he he himself could feel like he's entitled to that role just because you know i've been there so long like i've been there for 15 years i've got this bank of time behind me i'm entitled to get this position when really the people that have posted that position they might be looking for people experience they might be looking for sort of more sort of hre type things like people management and stuff like that which are skills that he doesn't have but because he feels so entitled to that role from being there so long is that kind of going to cloud his mind from like um the bigger picture of what is actually required in that situation do you know what i mean yeah um, I think that's something that could kind of hit people at all levels in life, really. I mean, you just hit the nail on the head. You, I think entitlement affects us all. I think we've all, at one point, acted entitled. Yeah. I, I was going to say, mate, reading more about this, I was then starting to like 
pick bits in my own life where I was like, Fuck, this is me. God, this is me. I need to sort this out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hands up, you know. I, again, like you, when I was reading into it and looking at certain situations, my first thought of when we decided on entitlement was it was more a an upper class, a, yeah. a, a, not even a middle class and above, which is, I'm, not, I mean, I'm lower class, yeah. I'm working class, grew up in a council house. But I know for a fact that maybe in my early 20s, I used to think of, you know, I used to go for jobs and I'd be like, you know, I, I, I should get this because I've been through this, I've been through this and I've been through this. But at that time, that to me, that wasn't entitlement. That was just me. That's where your process was. Almost yeah. playing the victim. Yeah, yeah, so completely. Do you, there could be a link then in between entitlement and playing the victim. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that is kind of what we've said there in a nutshell, isn't it? it you, is. you do you you become the victim of of your own sort of life and things that have happened to you. Self righteousness. Yeah, but then if you if you extract that and then look at these people that to bring it to the job situation, these people that are looking for someone to fill a role, these two things are different things. They don't they don't connect. They don't really care about what your inner battles are, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, they're looking for someone who's got this list of these check boxes, this list of skills. And you haven't, even though you feel like, you know, I've, I've put the fucking time in, like I should be here. Um, yeah, so I, I feel like that's that's how that goes down to kind of even like a, yeah, even like a factory setting or, or sort of a something that's not, you know, perceived as a super, super wealthy middle class place to, to be. Um, so then, I guess then the flip side of that is looking at the opportunity. Um, so that that's more in the case of when people I mean to be fair if, if you're going to just dish out opportunity to people that shouldn't have it you're probably already doing the materialistic stuff as well aren't you yeah because you, <laughs> you're just kind of yeah giving opportunity to I guess family members or just people that you, you want to be able to just give privilege to basically um, but I don't feel like that, that doesn't help if you're, if you're just giving opportunity to someone who who hasn't earned it for me that's that's not giving them a win if you know what i mean that that's doing more damage than it is good yeah i mean it's uh i mean you all you hear about it and at these top like universities these yeah you know there was a scandal in america in the college where i can't remember the actress's name basically her daughter just got in because she was this famous actress's daughter yeah like her grades her gpa was shit yeah but she got in because of her name that's that's a negative and that's an opportunity that's given to someone because of what they are not what they've done exactly it's it's so dangerous but on the flip side how do you think entitlement can be a positive because we're all because we've spoken about it as, as a very much a negative and obviously i do want to touch on this so in fact let's keep on a negative yeah, I I was gonna say I I have in my research I've struggled to find many positives of mm. it. I, I've I've almost been trying to when I identify that I'm doing something that ties into this, I want to change it. If you know what I mean, like I don't think it's a good way to be really. Um, I think <clears throat> I think I said there that the entitlement stunts your growth on a personal level. If you feel like you you deserve something without working for it, the need for self improvement evaporates. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, if if you if you've got all the materialistic things all the opportunity ever and you thrive from it then yes positive but i think for you know you and me and the general population 
um, we're kind of always taught that if you want something, you got to go out and get it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's something that, you know, the one thing I was taught, I wasn't taught much as a kid, but you, you have to earn. Exactly. You have to earn it. Yeah. I think it could be the biggest, one of the biggest stunts on a personal level that you could have. Yeah. That, that's, that's what I sort of figured out. And a lot of people were sort of saying as well. And it, and it makes complete sense because, you know, everything you've been telling me about, like, yeah, your fitness journey, you know, every, literally everything you've been telling me over the last couple of years, what you've been doing has been about you, you know, earning your stripes and getting somewhere in life. And entitlement takes all of that away. Yeah. And, then, and then, like, I think, I think you, you know, I think we've both kind of come to a place where we're kind of realising that the meaning of life, if you like, yeah, is that we want to you know earn our stripes and actually do something with ourselves and actually grow as people yeah and by taking that away like what does it leave you with mate like it leaves you completely empty in my there's, opinion there's no graph there's no sweat there's no there's no achievement there's yeah. no satisfaction yeah and that that's the big one so there, there's that quote that we both managed to find yeah from Brené Brown um, and it's what separates privilege from entitlement is gratitude so just what you're saying there like like you said there's no sense of achievement you're not grateful for anything if no. you're just given it no um and mate i mean at a fundamental level that's what that's what life's about like the materialistic things for me is maybe i'm just saying this because i you know haven't been given a flash car but <laughs> um if if i was given a flash car i'm pretty sure that like i'd look at it and think it's a really nice flash car but would it actually change me you know in that personal level no not really no but i think that's because you had a different upbringing as well mm. but I, I, I don't think it's all sometimes it isn't their fault that they've been given that yeah because they've, they've grown up in that it's you know it's sometimes not the parents fault because maybe they grew up in something like that and, and we've said that mate like it when it's that's all they know yeah that's that's the weirdest thing like Maybe. To them, it's not being entitled. It's just yeah, fucking normal. And I think that that's what's dangerous as well. Mm. I think we're, because it can be something that they're not even aware of. Yeah, because you step outside the because uh, if you step outside the bound, and that's the doubt about you done the exact same fuck up both times. <clears throat> that was brilliant. Oh, that was a ten out of ten. <laughs> Because it's south of the bar. <laughs> Going down the south park. <laughs> Can I have myself? Oh, God, I'm snorting. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> but in. <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah, I think, you know, for those certain people that have grown up. I don't necessarily think it's their fault because obviously they grew up in that. It could be that their parents grew up in that. It could be their grandparents grew up in that. And I do think it is a negative thing that once they step outside their boundaries... (laughs) Sorry. So we've got to explain this. I've just tried to say this sentence about four different times and it's... I just could not get to grips with the fucking English language. Yeah. So yeah, once they step outside their boundaries, I do think that that sense of entitlement will play a bigger part in their personal lives and 
I was just going to say actually, it could lead to pushing people away. Yeah. You know, leaving people isolated because it's that it's that different environment but that same attitude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that that was one thing I read that sort of hit home with me a bit because then I was thinking oh god have I actually been like this in my life before which was that so they, they describe a vicious cycle mm. where so I've got here the constant desire to be admired leads to pushing friends away leaving people feeling isolated and fueling the further desire to be admired so I mean let's do our bi-weekly mention of uh, social media but I think it's an absolute carrier of that I think like if you're you know the the thing that fuels people to keep posting and keep getting stuff out there and keep going and going is this constant kind of like i i get likes look i'm one of the people that get all this attention online so then i have to keep doing it mm. um and not even in that just like amongst your mates and stuff when you, if you're trying to you know better yourself in music and sport or whatever you're doing do you just because you just want like the the very top thing all the time do you just end up kind of completely disregarding everyone else and just like pushing people away because you want them to notice you, which is just bizarre. Um, but yeah, I that yeah, I got sweats reading that because I was like, oh shit, is this me? <laughs> no, no, I, I don't think it's you at all. But I, I think just going back to the social media point, I think it's having that, not knowing the difference between having a, a social media life yeah. and a real life. Yeah, yeah. Because the two things are very fucking different at the minute. And exactly. it's getting worse. It, it, there's no slowing it down, mate. No. And I think we've all been guilty of it. And yeah. I think sometimes we're even guilty of fueling it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we all... We all use it. Well, me and you both use Instagram. I think it's the only social media platform that I actually use. But even one like... Yeah, on one post can feel that sense of entitlement. Yeah, exactly. And like, let's let's bring it let's bring it personal, mate. Like we we talk about sort of the stay for one Instagram that we're trying to sort of get going and moving. We we completely understand that we're not entitled to fucking anything. Like no. we're just two dudes talking shit. We could be anyone. But you know, it when it, there's is something in your brain that when you get a little like and when you get like a little bit of appreciation for something you're doing, it does spark a, a little bit of fuel in your mind, doesn't it? it like it, it gives you that little bit of appreciation, a little bit of like good thinking, and I think that's just like times a thousand on these massive influencers that are like their whole life is that, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, just to bring it to a personal level, we're trying to build something up, but completely realise that yeah, we're just two fucking mates doing having a chat and that's literally it like if yeah it's just uh, it's a dangerous place to be in and um i think it it can apply to any of your own sort of personal like endeavors and things that you actually want to do that can be compared to other people you then you you want to be noticed so bad that you then start doing negative things basically yeah um and that yeah like i say that was just a real dodgy one man it can lead to a lot of things, especially with pushing friends away. Not just in, in entitlement of materialistic things, but in entitlement of someone's time. Yeah. Someone's attention. Yeah. You know. That's a good one. You know, for example, you know, somebody may be walking into, um, you know, a, a group dinner, but turning up late. Yeah. And expecting someone to to, to update you with what's happened. <laughs> yeah. The fact that you're fucking late. Yeah. And that you walk in there and go, well, you know, what's going on? You know, you're ex- you're you're expecting to be entitled to have that update. Yeah. Does it come across? You reckon in like relationships? Do you think like if you say you're someone's partner or you're, you know, they're your girlfriend, wife, whatever? That where where do you think entitlement kind of leads there? 
It's a, I mean, it's a difficult one, that. I've only is, literally thought about it. I, I, fucking, I can't really talk about it because I'm basically a fucking Shaolin monk. Um, <laughs> but I think in your case... Hair, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I think in your case that someone that's been in a long-term relationship... Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you the question. Are you always entitled to your partner's time just because you are her partner? See, I think I think that's an easy that's an easy mindset to fall into, but I don't want to be like that. And I, I feel like, like you said about the you, not being grateful for anything, the mm. whole gratitude thing that we just spoke about. Like, I want I want the time that we have together to still like be good, and not just because we have to, because we you know we live together, we have to spend time together. I still want to be grateful for the time that I get to spend with her, and I still want her to feel grateful for, for spending time with me. I don't want it to be like, a, well, you know, we may as well talk to each other. We're here. Um, or, yeah, like you said, you should talk to me. You should give me attention because I'm your boyfriend or whatever. Um, I definitely don't want to be like that, but I can see how that would quickly... Cause th- this is the thing with entitlement, man, is I think it's it's the things that you don't think about. It's like, mm. the, um, it's like the subconscious, isn't it? Yep. And I think um, relationships, it definitely highlights that because I think subconsciously, if you enter a relation enter a relation is that what you say begin if you yeah if you begin a relationship with someone subconsciously i think you you straight away think like you're entitled yeah to it. i should i should get attention from you i'm entitled to it that's dangerous that's weird as well i do think you can go down a slippery path when it comes to relationships not just pl- uh, sexual but platonic as well isn't yeah. it you know, if, if for example, you haven't given your time to someone, whether that be your partner, friend, or whatever, yeah. and then you jump in, like, oh, hey, you know, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, yeah. because I'm entitled to your time, but yeah. you haven't earned that. I think that that's how I would look at it as a relationship. But obviously, it's different for you because you've been with her <coughs> four years, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I, I would definitely, I can, I can recognize that that you would think that getting it like getting into a relationship at the beginning and i think it it takes like conversations like this to actually start pinpointing like oh maybe i was a bit wrong about that it's or, lazy isn't it yeah, it's, well. it's really lazy yeah you, you don't have to do anything no which isn't fun really it's not really for, for me it's not what life's about one thing i do want to talk to you about yeah using entitlement is someone being entitled to an opinion do you think that shelters someone's beliefs? And is it basically shorthand that I can say whatever or the fuck I want? Yeah, I mean, just uh, reading your point there, I've just thought, like, you only ever say I'm entitled to my opinion when you're going to say something fucking stupid or, exactly. like, bad, isn't it? Exactly. Um, or something controversial and something against the norm. Um, yeah, I think it, it ties into what we're saying, that entitlement isn't hardly ever positive. Um, yeah, that's that's a that's a weird phrase. So, how come that stood out to you? I think for me, because especially at the moment in the current climate that the world is in, a lot of times you've heard people in either political or especially political power, and what you know what's going on with society at the moment with the left, the right, the up, the down, the fucking north, the death, the south. You hear a lot. Of, well, I'm entitled to that. Yeah. I'm entitled to say what I want. Yeah. 
But then you've just said it, it always is followed up by something controversial. Yeah. Something dumb. And it's, it's always the it's always the first like response to someone shutting you down, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm not entitled to that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like you say something crazy that doesn't sort of fit anywhere, and then they'll be like, "Well, no, that's that's not what it is." And then you'll come back is straight away. Well, I'm entitled to my opinion. Yeah. But it is. I do, I do think you know using that word entitled. I think some people use it as a they just throw it out there because it's almost become, especially at the moment. Oh, okay. They're entitled to their opinion. They're, yeah. They're entitled to it. But they use that as a as a starting point to go. Whatever I'm about to say doesn't matter if it's controversial. Doesn't matter if it's wrong or yeah. right. I'm entitled to it. Yeah. Everybody has their own opinion. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're entitled to it. Is entitlement promoted even further with what society tells us what we should what we should have to be happy and content yeah and i think this goes back to the social media thing yeah you know the big thing that comes about a year is this love island yeah yeah you know and i definitely haven't watched that one so i'm sticking to that i've seen a bit of it yeah i was gonna say you're being a bit quiet eh? (laughs) (laughs) bit quiet over there you know and and i think you know certain people may be Listen, you don't go on that show to fucking find your husband. No. no you I don't. mean, listen. I'm not saying that everybody that goes on Love Island doesn't go on for love, but 90% of the people that go on there don't go with the people they are and they walk away with fucking fashion over boohoo yeah. active wear man deals. I mean, it's a bus- Love Island is a business opportunity. And I think it is. It's it's nothing more than that. No, it is. It is a stepping stone to become a social media influencer, which is the hottest job at the moment probably would you say yeah my son says well he goes oh yeah i want to be a youtuber that's his that's his goals which is based on thumbs up down below and all that yeah so he, he he's basing what he wants his career to be on literally on you know appreciation and entitlement basically because that's what he's used to seeing yeah because that's what is on tv and especially for you know for cats our age when you do follow these influencers it's the oh what they have it why shouldn't I yeah yeah but a lot of the times the the normal Joe and Sally down the street earn it yeah where these dickheads go on TV and I'm not saying they're all dickheads but the ones I have seen you're all dickheads (laughs) they walk away with million pounds thousands hundreds of thousands of pounds yeah what have they done to earn that yeah no that's it it's uh yeah it's just it's just business opportunity things like that um that's that's all i see from it like like you said then they're not going on there to do what the show's supposed they they know the show's not about that the show is literally about just shoving these people to the highest level they can for such a short time as well that's the thing it's it's a very small amount of time and then that's why you see, you know, all the depression and all everything that follows that when they soon drop off that and they're not getting what they think they're entitled to. So after everything that we've spoken about, yeah. what's your overriding thoughts of entitlement? I think personally, like we said, it's it's a negative personality trait. Um my the my general takeaway from this podcast has been identifying the the 
entitlement attitude and aspects of my life that I've got and trying to address it in some way um, and definitely something I'll take forward as well because I don't I don't think this is something I've conquered yet I think this no. is a work this is a whip mate this is a work in progress big time um, it's linked it's, it's almost linked to ego as well isn't it it massively I think that's that's the what makes the- it hard yeah yeah. The higher the ego, the higher sense of entitlement. The lower the ego, the the lower sense of entitlement. Yeah, and I think self value and self worth is almost like parallel to this, which makes it so hard to like pick it away. Because if you get wrapped up in your own like this is this is what I like to come across as, this is what people you know perceive me as, you just forget about entitlement. You just start getting wrapped up in your own world. Um, and yeah, it's I think it's about just trying to read and understand some of these kind of concepts and then just like recognize it in your day-to-day life and being like oh yeah no maybe i should you know do this a bit differently um but uh, this has been a good one mate yeah and i think for me entitlement is it is a is a is a trait that i think every single one of us will or has shown yeah because going back to it it's that selfishness of putting yourself first yeah and naturally we always do yeah they're all that subconsciousness of always putting you number one is going to lead you to sometimes being entitled, whether that be on a huge scale or on the tiniest minute scale where it is hardly noticeable. Yeah. I think we, we can all act entitled. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, no, completely. I think um, I think everyone does it in different ways and everyone has come across situations where they feel entitled. Um, but yeah, banging, mate. Had fun? I always do. I always do. And we hope you had fun. Hope you stayed for one. Yeah. We uh next time we've um we we put up a little um poll on our Instagram story um for F because we had quite a few options, didn't we, mate? Yeah, so we put a poll up and we chose family or F- football. Or football. <laughs> and we're choosing neither. <laughs> yeah, no. Me me and me and Wedge just sitting there like hoping for football. I don't think it, I don't think he got one vote. Which is really sad. I just wanted to talk about Eric Cantona for fucking 60 minutes straight. Um, wasn't meant to be. And instead, there was a handful of people that... I mean, to be fair, there was a lot of different Fs that come our way. Yeah. A lot um, a lot of votes for family. So we are going to... We are going to delegate that to another letter if we can work it in. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I'm glad that we're not talking about it this early. Yeah. Because um, there's a lot of stuff that I don't think I'm too ready to disclose or talk about on this sort of setting yeah obviously you know some stuff yeah um, but we have decided to talk about fear yeah so fear for us I think we're going to go down the route of what we're scared of yeah rational <clears throat> and irrational and also how our sort of feeling of fear and what we are scared of has developed over time I think is something we need to touch on yeah and how we use it how we use it for motivation because especially at the moment yeah using it as wisely so we're going to put another question up on Instagram soon yeah just asking what your fears are we want to hear what your fears are see if we can discuss it see if it aligns with what we think yeah what, what we're scared of yeah <clears throat> but this has been episode 5 he's Sam I'm Wedge thank you for staying for one cheers guys love you